Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand, and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, whoops, and my personal adventures each and every day. Okay. Uh, another fantastic day for raising cheddar for the great food giveaway. My God, you all are awesome. Yesterday, uh, $400 more thrown onto the pile. I had four, count them, four $50 donations. And then a $200 donation that came flying in. That means that we have raised uh, $2,242.52 of the $4,685.60 needed for 100 Christmas dinners uh, for those underserved. I think you say the term is underserved now instead of underprivileged, right? It's always changing. It's, it's always different. Like, I don't know. Back in the day, we used to call them poor. And they were like, oh, my God, you can't call people poor. You can't call them that. You have to call them something un like underserved. Who gives a shit? They're still hungry, asshole. Uh, the $4,685.60 is for the food. Anything more than that, we're by It's uh, the great food giveaway number four with tampons. <laughs> Pardon me, because 
these things are ridiculously uh, a commodity for ladies in the community who have to choose between like food and sanitary napkins. If I'm a woman, I'd rather not eat. Holy cow. Another good term, the less fortunate. I think, I think that one might be my favorite. The less fortunate, underprivileged, underserved. I think you can use all of them. Uh, how to get the money to me. First of all, let me just say, if you must use PayPal, I, my account has become a business account. So they immediately take fees out of it. So, uh, like sir, Bob, his 150 bucks was reduced to like, Oh, I don't know. 140, uh, 145. So it's a big pain in the ass. And then if you were to send a, a large amount, like uh, North of $600, they like hold it and immediately take 24% out or some shit. So that means um, your money is not going to go as far. Uh, Keep it to Venmo and Cash App um, if you can. For those of you in the live stream, this is how you do it. I'll actually uh, post it there in the chat for you. For the rest of you who get the show via recorded audio podcast, The details are in the notes. So thank you, thank you, thank you ahead of time. Like seriously, you know, you got uh, different packs of audience that consume the show. You've got the Patreon audience. You've got the uh, Twitch, Facebook X, YouTube group, um, which isn't sizable. But I'm telling you, uh, the three, four dozen people that we have on the free podcast live stream every day is more than enough to bang this money out. And the quicker we get this done, the quicker we can start making uh, other plans uh, for the great food giveaway number four with tampons. Uh, logistic plans. You know, we got to get the cash. We got to raise the cash. Got to uh, uh, buy the goods. I mean, we're just buying the stuff at Meyer is how we're doing this. We're passing the hat around. I'm just the point man, okay? It's you that drives this, so thank you very much for that. Uh, After yesterday's um, $400 that came in, we now need 2,443.08 of the 4685.60. So we're nearly halfway there. Okay? Maureen says, yeah, you got to make, once this gets done, we make plans for the party afterwards which I think the uh, the spot has been that uh, that dungeon Mexican restaurant. It's like underground. It's like a bomb shelter. And thank God, because the last time we were there was the summertime for the uh, car show. And this ridiculous storm blew through. So we were in the place that everybody needed to be. The basement of a restaurant slash bar. Hurricane Ashley was there, and um, this was right after she, at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, grabbed a dog and um, uh, washed it in the sink of Irvine's. Maureen says, what about Bosco's? Well, it's kind of like way the fuck far away from Irvine's. So, I don't know. 
That's like too far of a drive. I mean, at least that's how I feel. Unless someone else has different plans. I'll let you guys bat, uh, kick that one around. We can always decide day of. So thank you. Now, if you do throw cash into the pile for the uh, great food giveaway number four with tampons, uh, I am just going to, by default, uh, not mention you by name. Uh, you know, that's just the way people operate. Unless if you say, no, I, I really want you to mention my name. I want you to tell everybody that I gave a ton of cash. Hey, that, that's fine. So this is cool. Uh, back at it. Again, Kuypers says, as long as they have beer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping everybody out in this endeavor. We're off to a fantastic start. And uh, I'm excited about this. Now, um, at the end of, uh, by the way, I did reach out to Fox 17 because Mike Ball said we got to get on TV days before this so we can spread the word for people. I honestly, the, the biggest challenge we have here is not raising the money. It's getting the word out that we're there, um, giving away free food, you know, um, we can Facebook it all we can, but it seems like on the day of, um, it's, it's like a trickle, but we do give it all away. We wait out there as long as we can. Last year we had churches coming up and they said, Hey, how about 25 hams? It was like that. Um, so I did reach out to Fox 17 and, uh, I got my fingers crossed that a few days beforehand, uh, they'll be talking about it in some way and, uh, we can help promote it so that more people can know about great food giveaway. Number four with tampons. Uh, today is a big fraud Thursday. Now, what that means basically is that in the evening, it's podcast time on Patreon. Two shows. You've got, who are these free beers? Followed by the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, the who are these free beers show is a review show. Now, review shows, it's exactly what it is. It's like, the first review show was, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Tosh.0. Except this is reviewing just one particular podcast. It's ripping a page out of who are these podcasts all the way down to naming the show. Who are these free beers? The good news is I told Carl I'm stealing it. So who are these free beers will take place. We are reviewing the uh, game show brawl, um, which was honestly one of the dumbest discussions I've ever heard. Uh, Greg got so damn fussy on this and all three of the other show members were like, no, you didn't do this. You did that. A stubborn, thin skin, um, awkward, completely unprofessional. That was probably the biggest thing. We always had rules on that show. It's like, don't get angry. Do not get angry. It's gotta be silly. The second you get angry, it gets in that awkward realm. You, there, there's a fine line. Uh, fun ball busting is so much more enjoyable with jokes. Um, everybody got it except poor Freebeer. He was extremely butthurt as they're arguing over whether when playing a board game, he slides his token from space to space or he counts out the spaces. 
What? What a fucking thing to fight about. It was so dumb. So dumb. So I posted, um, you know, hey, uh, this is the clip or a preview or something like that. I said something on Facebook. And man, some of these people get so butthurt. One guy says to me, why do you do this? Why do you, why do you do this? And, and I said, well, because it's fun to mock them. That's why I mean, uh, let's call it what it is. It's fun and very rewarding to mock them. It's a shitty show that needs to be mocked. That's what I, I, I haven't changed. I did this when I was with them. We'd mock Bob and Tom mercilessly or huge. We mocked everybody. So that's not off brand for me to be making fun of someone. That's why you're all here in the first place is for me to say something insulting about whatever it is that I'm talking about myself included. Aram says, be better Zane, because that's what somebody said. It's like, don't give me the be better or the do better. I am. I'm doing great. This is, this is the Lord's work here. Are you kidding me? I, uh, I have to. I have to do this. The one guy, Evan, Evan Wheeler, um, he, he was saying, you know, I don't, I don't listen to both shows. I, I, I don't even listen to your shows. And I'm like, well, okay, great. So I don't know why the fuck he's beating me up about it. And he goes, do they, they don't do that to you. It's like, well, I thought you said you didn't listen to them. Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit if they don't do that to me. I'm not doing this because they do or don't do this to me. I'm doing it because it sucks dick and it's fun to mock. And it is, it's a fucking riot. Um, this guy, Evan, he was all over it. He went, he spent like two hours talking about this. He said, I feel it's beneath you. It's like, are you fucking nuts? You realize my motto is if someone goes low, I'm going to go lower. They go low. I go lower. And you know, they haven't given me the time of day and forever, but who cares? This is content. Content is King baby. So I have always, uh, I always, uh, uh, loved the idea of this show and, uh, I'm excited about this episode. Ben and I will start sometime in the six o'clock hour, probably about six 15 is when we'll get started. And, um, then we'll get going with the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast after now, uh, who are these freebirds is live. You can watch it live on Patreon for free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. A seven-day free trial. You have to check this out. Uh, Patrick says, the people that don't understand the humor must like dishwasher talk, boring Steve, and the 13 days of Halloween. Exactly. Oh, my God. What an absolute shit show. And I'm here for it all. I had to review yesterday's show yesterday because I'm like, okay, I'm kind of, I've got about 10 clips, but I need more. So I was reviewing and, um, I I don't have anything very particular that I think I can get into, but I had to slog my way through a lot of that show yesterday. Ugh. 
Chris says, I much I much preferred Big Fraud Wednesday as opposed to Big Fraud Thursday. Thursday's is bowling night. Change everything for me. Thank you. Well, you know, it. I guess it just depends. I'm so damn busy. Yesterday was hockey night in Grand Rapids. Uh, so that uh, that took up all my time. I have a different scenario this year. Because of my ridiculously large prostate, um, I have to go to the bathroom right after every period. Right after. Before I would sit in there and, uh, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to the bathroom. Now, the horn goes off at the end of the first period. The players are lined up walking off the bench. I'm uh, right behind them, walking behind the last guy in line. They're like slapping five to the fans. I'm with them, slapping five to the fans. I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. I got to go pee. And, uh, That was the case again. And the thing is, I don't know where it comes from because I will uh, stop drinking hours before the game and somehow my body is just pulling it out of me somehow. Um, They they win four to nothing. Chris says, do you have to shuffle across the ice every potty break? Uh, Only if the ice is resurfaced. I'm so quickly out there that... um, off the ice and back on that the ice hasn't been resurfaced. So I'm not having a chance to bust my ass. All right. So tonight, uh, big fraud Thursday. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Sign up for free on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. So a lot going on here today. I'm going to bring in Joe Spalding. In just a minute, some of you are familiar with Joe. Um, this was brought on because of um, it was another huge embarrassment at the Ottawa County Commission uh, public comment uh, just the other day. It was Tuesday. God damn, was that awkward. Now, this is supposed to be, please, uh, Would you please uh, resurface 5th Street? That's the type of things that are supposed to be said at public comment. But this whole nonsense has been different because of the uh, religious zealots that are now running the county that I live in. I don't want to go and unpack all of that again. But yesterday I played audio for you of three individuals, citizens. Now... Uh, One of the commissioners, Lucy Ebel, uh, they're trying to recall her. The people that put that recall together are Larry Jackson with help from the aforementioned Joe Spaulding. They got all the signatures they needed by about 100. And then the clerk of Ottawa County checks the name and address of every single person every single signature to verify that it is legit. They threw some out. They did all the math and the people that are doing their diligence. Um, you say doing their diligence or doing their due diligence. I don't know. Uh, they did a good job. Thus the recall vote will happen in May on this Lucy Ebel lady. 
out of the blue, a woman steps up to the mic. You know, like when you have a kid, there's two grandmothers, one for the, uh, through the mom's side and one through the dad's side. Two grandpas, two grandmas. Well, this grandma steps up and says, I am the other grandma to the grandchild that Lucy Ebel and I share. My name is on that petition and I didn't sign it. And now Lucy and her uh, and my son uh, all hate me and I'm not allowed to see my granddaughter anymore. And please help me. This is bad. I never signed anything. So right away, that's sad. She doesn't care about the recall effort. She just wants to see her granddaughter. Poor lady. And then some fucking fat, ugly Karen comes up and says, well, if her name, if she's, this is proof that all these names are illegal. That's where she's getting ready to go. And then this clerk chimes in and says, yeah, there's two people with the same name. You dumb fucks. This is all a waste of time. And then the husband of Lucy Ebel, the grandfather of the baby, he comes in and tries to smooth it all all over. It was fucking embarrassing. It was so awkward. Uh, I tried to get Mighty Joe Young on yesterday. Failed. He said he was in a rare meeting, which is weird because, you know, he's kind of a fucking hippie. What does a hippie do who spends all of his time at county commission meetings? Oh, I'm going to be so pissed off if this doesn't work out. I told him I was calling. Your call has been forwarded to an... You've got to be kidding me. You dumbass. I'm getting requests for the stupid fucking hippie song. Damn it. Well, what did they say about best laid plans? I'll come back to Joe. Hold on a second. Call me. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I, I will get that uh, to that later on. No big deal. I've got other things I can talk about. So many other things that I can talk about. Uh, Elon Musk. He's been in some hot water because I think he posted something on X. That was anti-Semitic or viewed to be anti-Semitic. I don't want to ever be in whether something is or is not anti-Semitic. I don't want to be like, boy, is he, does he hate Jews or not? Now, I would say that right now, well, really any time, but especially right now, um, you don't want to be making like uh, anti-Semitic cracks or something that could be even thought of as an anti-Semitic crack. 
You know, I mean, make fun of the Irish. You know, I mean, that's that's still above board. You can talk about the drunk Irish people. Uh, you don't want to you don't want to throw any stereotypes or say anything sideways about uh, other groups of people. Uh, don't ask me why. It's just the way it is. I don't try to figure it out. I just try to like, eh. So after this, um, all sorts of giant companies started to pull their advertising. Now that can be messy. Now Musk even said that if more people were to pull their advertising, it would pretty much uh, destroy the platform. It's already on thin ice. Ever since he took it over, it's been like everything's all fucked up over there. You know, how would you like to be the person who's in charge of the Comcast slash Disney account? Because uh, they they yanked it. And and that means that uh, I don't know if uh, advertising on X is the same as like advertising on radio. But on radio, you've got a person who's selling the advertising on the radio station. So, um, they get like a percentage of the sale and that's how they make their living. Some of those salespeople are like, um, 100% commission too. So if all the money that Disney spends on X, if a percentage of that keeps a person paid, can you imagine how pissed off they are when the boss, Elon Musk, does something and then all the major advertisers pull out? Jesus. I might be able to advertise the Eric Zane Show podcast or Great Food Giveaway number four with tampons uh, for next to nothing because of uh, how they, they, they might be a little bit more hard up. They may actually have a rate slash. But it's true about that when it comes to radio. There was always, um, you know, someone comes in and says, hey, will you do a commercial for so-and-so? Yeah. And then they get like a cut of it. And then you get like a talent fee for like endorsing their product. There was one asshole by the name of, uh, God, who, what was he? He was, um, I think he was a fucking real estate guy or something like that. His last name is Yoder. It's that, I, I think it's, uh, I don't know if it's real estate or mortgage or some shit. Some dude with the last name of Yoder here in West Michigan bought a bunch of advertising for his business on the show. And, um, you know, we would do these stupid commercials where we say, yeah, call this guy. He's got to get you a mortgage or whatever the fuck it is. And, um, Greg started the ad with here to talk about our friend. So-and-so. It wasn't Howie Boovy, you know, it's, Howie's my pal. Um, and uh, it was Yoder. I remember Yoder. I don't remember his first name. He was here to talk about our friend Yoder. And uh, in the ad, you know, I always was trying to be a smart ass because that's kind of my brand. I go, well, he's a nice guy, but I don't know if he's like our friend. I mean, you can't really throw the term friend around. Friend is something I think is uh, is overused. You know I mean... If it's me, I mean, I'm sure he's great with mortgages and we love him, but he's still not like friendly. We're not friendly with each other. We are not friends. Like, uh, my friend is Jimmy, but not the guy. So I'm doing this dumb bit and it was dumb, 
wasn't wasn't that great, but it wasn't the end of the world. Well, that motherfucker got so pissed off and uh, pulled his fucking advertising. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. And that's what Elon Musk is doing today. He was being interviewed by the uh, New York Times. And, I mean, he literally is doing that today. This is what Elon Musk said. This is fantastic. Apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? He's, first of all, before I get to the big meat of what he's about to say, isn't he weird how he has to turn his head to answer this guy? He like looks out to the crowd when he makes his answer instead of talking to this reporter. He's such an odd duck. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But he's so weird. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> is that clear? Oh. I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well, let me ask you then. He's this guy's a robot. This guy is fucked up. He looks like shit, too. That's how I feel. Don't about, advertise. How do you think then about apology tour? Oh, my God. Now, I don't know if that's going to do anything, but, um, yeah, this, uh, that's, that's going to hurt. Um, Tyler says he also has fuck you money and is not shy about it. Well, maybe so, but there's a lot of people that work at X who don't have fuck you money. Tyler says he has to be the strangest human being to ever exist. And, uh, and, and I've talked about this before. Money turns you retarded. That actually happens. It, it, it get, you actually have physical deformities. You behave weird. You, your, your relationships are all fucked up. Everything's weird. Take a look at, um, what's the guy from Amazon? Bezos. His face is actually uh, falling apart. You know, his eye, like, kind of, it's got that weird eye now. That's because he's got some weird brain disease from too much money that's eating away at his eye. Uh, Elon Musk, you can see firsthand how fucked up that guy is. Uh, and I've said it before, there's only one reasonably normal person with money that exists on the planet, and that is Warren Buffett, and he's going to be dead before you know it. God damn. So strange. Well, anyway, that's what he says. Incredible. What a clip. That is absolutely great. Uh, all right. Before I continue, I want to say thank you to the folks who are watching the show. 
on Facebook, X, and YouTube. If you want the full show uninterrupted each morning, head over to Twitch, download the Twitch app, and search Eric Zane Live. Uh, And while you're at it, follow the page and subscribe if you can, or just go online if you have a desktop open or whatever, if you're at your desk at work, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Audio podcast is available right after I finish this one. And you can get it wherever you download shows. So it might be Apple Podcasts or whatever. That's the one I prefer. And uh, then you can subscribe to me, to the audio podcast. Listen uh, wherever you like, whenever you like. Give me a review on Apple Podcasts as well. I like to read those, even the ones that suck. Because they annoy the shit out of me. And it keeps me, like, grounded, you know? Anytime I start to think that I'm so great, you read some shitty reviews of somebody who says you suck tons of dick. My God, it's quite a balance to be sure. And of course, a Patreon available for free, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Again, today is who are these free beers and then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. On Ben and Eric, we're going to go ahead and review some of the intros of his his radio show. Okay, he's on a uh, he is on a radio show and uh, he talks on it every day for about 30 seconds of about a, of a four hour show. He talks for about 30 seconds. I think it's a four hour show, maybe a three hour show. I think it's a three hour show. Uh, we're going to do a review of Ben. Let the awkward flow. Uh, that is all at patreon.com slash Eric Zen. You're going to say hello. Drop me a note on uh, email. I know that's old school, but easily done. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping inbox. Thank you to Shoreliners Striping. So everybody, Facebook, X, YouTube, thank you so much. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Uh, Yesterday, uh, I had a Christmas gift delivered. Uh, for the queen of the forest. Now, this is rare for me to be getting this done early. Usually, it's it happens when I hear on the Today Show, well, if you haven't ordered your Christmas present yet, Christmas presents for your loved ones yet, you've got till about noon today, and then it's pretty much the cutoff. You can't get it anywhere. It's like, fuck, I, w- I want to avoid that stress. Which, by the way, I don't think this is going to happen. But um, the queen of the forest, she loves Kentucky basketball for some reason. I think it's because, I described this before, her dad uh, is from Kentucky and they used to watch Kentucky basketball games. So uh, she loves watching Kentucky basketball and Notre Dame football. She always roots for these teams. Even if she doesn't follow them, during the year, if they're on, she's like, go Irish, go Wildcats. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, there was a dude who played three or four years at Kentucky by the name of Oscar Shebway. And she loved Oscar Shebway. And uh, for a, a, a long time, you know, there was a lot of talk about this guy being a terrific NBA basketball player. And then it's like, oh, boy, I don't know. Uh, he got drafted, I think by the Pacers and they sent him down to the G league, the league that includes the grand Rapids gold. And I sit down, uh, 
at the scorer's table the other day, and I'm looking over the starting roster, and it's Oscar Shibway. He plays for this minor league team. Now, if Pooh Bear knew that Oscar Shibway was here, as you know, uh, well, hell, we had an extensive conversation yesterday about her and the black man. So that's like her favorite player of all time, this Oscar Shibway, this gigantic black dude. Now, he's not big enough to be in the NBA, I guess. They call him a tweener in between uh, appropriate size for a guard and a center or a big forward. I don't know. Fuck, what do I know? But she's uh, she's not at the game, and I, I text her, I go, hey, Oscar Shibway is here. And she about shit her pants. She's like, what? I go, yeah, I'm looking right at him. He's standing next to me at the scorer's table. I sent her a picture. I said, Oscar, turn towards me so that the front of your body is facing the camera. I didn't say that. I'm taking a picture of his waist and sending it to Pooh Bear. Um, she's bummed out. She can't be there to see this guy. And I go, he'll be back. You know, it's a long basketball season. Well, for some reason, they're not. They're, the Indiana team is not coming back to Grand Rapids for the rest of you. This is the one time. And she says, they're not coming back. I looked at the schedule. And I go, oh. So she then says, I've got a great idea for a great Christmas gift. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, Tyler says, Diana said, quote, send another pick, but zoom in on his crotch. Her great idea for a Christmas gift is, and she sent me the link to buy him an Oscar Shibway Kentucky basketball jersey for her to wear. And then when the G League team, the Indiana Mad Ants, travels to Detroit to play, for me to buy her courtside seats to the G League basketball game. For Oscar Shibway's team taking on the Detroit G League team. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I wouldn't want to go see the Pistons play. Well, by the way, they lost their 15th game in a row yesterday. Franchise record. They started out 2-1 and one this year. And now they're 2-16. and 16. They've lost 15 in a row. I'm like, oh my God, this is a, this is a, this is a long, long grind on this deal. On this Oscar Sheboy thing. I'm like, maybe if I just pretend we didn't have this conversation and just claim I forgot. No. She brings it up again. I'm like, fuck, don't make me do this. You know? And uh, I said to her, I go, well, you know, why don't we just wait until next year? He might not be here next year. I go, oh, no, he is. He's going to be. I was talking to all the scouts, like made up some story. He's uh, he's a work in pro- progress. It's going to take him a two or three years to get up to a level for the NBA. Son of a bitch. So uh, I think I was able to sidestep it some way because the extent to me, the extent of the Christmas gifts 
It's got to be like, all right, yeah, I'll get it done, and uh, we'll open them up on uh, on Christmas morning, and then that's it, you know? I mean, no one to be... For me to take um, the amount of what it takes for us to leave the house like that, you got to understand, you got the cost of the jersey, the cost of the tickets, the cost of the travel, the cost of the lodging, the cost of the dogs. This is $1,000. $1,000 easy. Okay? For all of this. Maybe not. Maybe more like six, dollars $700, but it's like, that's... Come on. All to see some guy who stinks. And then Kent adds, yeah, and then watch him get called up the the day of the game in Detroit. Oh, that would be just remarkable. That You know what, though? That's a good thing for me to keep in mind that I can say to her. Kenny says, just do it, man. Make her happy. Dude, no. There is no way I'm doing that. It's not happening. I'll make her happy any other way. But what we're doing there, what we're asking is too much. When people say it's never too much. No, it's too much. Aram, against during the pot, says he shouldn't have rubbed it in Diana's face that he was there with her favorite player. I should have just not told her that he was there. Quote, make sure you book a room at the same hotel they're staying at. Tyler is suggesting Diana would say that. I wake up in the middle of the night. She's gone. Well, you all aren't happy or aren't uh, helping in any way and not happy because I'm not doing this. What the fuck is wrong with me? I kind of feel like my brain is not here right now. Damn it. I, I was having a horrible night. Uh, I kept this ca- uh, same dream kept coming back, which is the worst. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm awake. I'm awake enough that I can realize. And the second I doze back off, uh, it, 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 it comes back. It's like, you got to get up out of the bed, take a leak, do a jumping jack or two, and then get back in bed. And then the it's gone. Okay. But when there's just still a little bit of remnant uh, brain activity on the dream, you wake up slightly, fall back asleep, and the dream comes back. And what what kept coming back um, was that I went back to school. And it's funny because right as Donut Dan says was the dream that UCLA is a good college. Uh, the dream actually was I was at college. But um, all my I was like an old school guy going back to school, kind of like Rodney Dangerfield. And, uh, but then classes started and everybody went to class except me. And I couldn't, I couldn't get my shit together to actually get out of the fucking dorm. I'm late, staying in the dorm with students. How weird is that? And then it just kept coming back and like, Oh God, I'm fucking up college again. What an asshole. So weird. So screwed up. Yeah. Dan, I don't wear UCLA because I like the college. I couldn't care less about the college. Everybody always assumes that if I'm wearing something, I'm like a big fan of it. Like yesterday I wore Penn State. Like I care. No, I I picked this up. It does have some significance to me because this is where I gave away my kidney. You know? 
Uh, Kyle says, I, ha- I hate those dreams. I've had them as well, where I'm in class and I don't have my work done. Yeah, everybody's looking at you like you're an asshole and you feel like one too. And you feel like, oh God, I'm in deep shit. I haven't done anything and assignments do. What am I doing? Oh my God. That's always a recurring theme with me. Or I'm running in sand or my teeth are falling out. I swear to God, um, when I wake up from those, I'm like, well, there's another tooth gone. And it's like not. Well, anyway, I'm fucking exhausted today. I see a nap in my future. All right. Some, uh, let's see. Looks like some protesters came to Michigan to uh, protest Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary. He was in town to promote something, and a bunch of fucking hippies, stupid fucking hippies showed up at the Kellogg Hotel and Conference Center in East Lansing as he's giving his speech at Michigan State University. This uh, group of hippies doesn't like the fact, I guess, uh, that the policies of the White House involve looking for or uh, processing fossil fuel to make gas. God damn it. It's remarkable because these people that are doing this, everything they're wearing is dependent on fossil fuel. Them getting there is dependent on fossil fuel. That's how shit gets done is through pulling fossil fuel out of the ground and uh, then transforming it so that into gasoline so we and fuel so we can move from place to place. So this poor guy's up there doing his speech and these psychopaths show up. And, uh, and this is how, how that went. Okay. There they are. Long hair. They're wearing the masks. Stop petrol, Pete. They look like shit. They smell like shit. They're wearing masks. How do they even get near the place? Because you can see them coming a mile away. Anybody who wears a mask in this day and age at something like this, you know they're up to no good. Okay? If there's anybody you see, let's face it. If you're walking through Meyer and you see somebody with a mask, you might as well just punch him in the face now. Because they're probably going to do something stupid before too long. Okay, even I, who is the biggest mask proponent, the masks are done. We don't we don't need the masks anymore. Okay, it's it's all good. Now, if the thing were to come back, all right, then I'll put on the mask. But right now, I don't need the fucking mask. So if anybody comes up and is wearing a mask, you know they're an asshole anyway.
Look at there's someone actually making an announcement. Please do not disrupt the event. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna go. Oh, okay. And I really don't like these cops, how they're handling these cops and security and secret service, how they're handling these people because they're not kicking their ass enough. You know, I need to see a hand over a head with a baton and just splitting a head wide open. And then these assholes start screaming. Look at the bad haircuts on this crew. Jesus. Look at this one. Holy shit. Um, they start screaming like they're being assaulted. Nothing's even happening, you asshole. How can you look at your children? I'm really impressed with the haircuts on these idiots. Now they called their shot because uh, it was it was discovered that they were aggressively talking about doing exactly this. So they I mean, they they pretty much knew that they were coming, but what they said they were going to do didn't really line up with what happened as the uh, climate protesters rushed the stage. The protesters had been asked not to disrupt the event. An official could be heard saying in another video as the group continued to chant. Uh, the protesters also appeared to have a banner that they were unable to unfurl during their aborted protest. Um, of course, arrested. They're going to be given uh, very small fines. The group is known as Climate Defiance. They posted to X hours before Buttigieg's appearance in the MSU forum saying, quote, we will shut down U.S. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg. We will make him flee. We will make him scamper. We will make him quake. I think he does all those things in the bedroom already. We will do not what is kind, but what is necessary. That implies they're going to kill him. We will do not what is kind, but what is necessary. We will do so in Lansing. We will do so tonight. Buckle up. We confronted him last night and we will confront him again tonight. Everything we love is on the line. They continued. We are asking you to stand with us. We are asking you to be bold. We are asking you to face your fears. Confrontation is hard, but it is also effective. Yeah, really, really effective. God damn, how stupid is that? For that, I'm going to fill up my truck with gas and its 9,000 cubic inch motor and just let it run in the driveway for about five days. Kyle says, stupid hippies, you can't intimidate us gays. Our skin is too thick. Uh, Dan says, reminds me of when many dipshits are arrested. 
They start screaming that they can't breathe, thus negating their argument. Star Wars sucks 69 says I would have started to tase them. Oh yeah, that's the first thing you do. You don't walk up and just stand around them and jostle them a little. You gotta, I mean, fucking go full on 1972 style. Jesus. Yeah. What an absolute waste of time. Can you imagine being one of those fucking hippies? And, and, and that's what you're doing for your day is planning this bullshit while the rest of us work and do productive things. Come on now. And don't get me wrong. Uh, I 100% believe that uh, the climate is changing. But if, if someone said, okay, we either, uh, the only way to get the climate to stop going up is to eliminate all use immediately of all fossil fuels. Easy. Would you be in support of that? And I would say no. Of course not. We need fossil fuels for all of the stuff that we have. And forget transportation. If it wasn't for fossil fuels, everything that you have on this planet would cease to exist. Everything is centered around fossil fuels. That's why wars start because of it. And they fucking should. I'm not dumb enough to think that uh, we, we can eliminate fossil fuels. I mean, literally everything you have from the clothes on your back to your fucking phone is dependent on fossil fuels. So shut the fuck up. One more thing I have to say about that. Stupid fucking hippie. Take a shower, hippie. Smelly shit, hippie. Dirty fucking hippie. Tyler writes, If our forefathers could look into the future and see how obnoxious protesters are today, I bet they would have said, never mind about that whole right to protest thing. Yeah, it, it would be fantastic if uh, we could go back in time and we had a crystal ball to give them and say, all right, now before you commit to the right to protest, take a look at these assholes. And included in that is you have to say, okay, while you're here looking into the crystal ball, would you also look in to like uh, the guns in America? Okay. Would you be supportive of gun rights in America? And they would say, no, 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 no. We were referring to like muskets, not like homemade AK 47s. Jesus. Kyle says, uh, this is true. All that oil we took out of Iraq paid for the war. Oh, yeah, rightfully so. By the way, have you noticed that the Ukraine-Russia war is over? Oh, my God. I have not heard a peep about that war since Hamas started slaughtering people. Is that not incredible? It's like it's not happening. It's absolutely happening. 
Uh, Kenny, big fan of Gunner's Stupid Fucking Hippie song, says, I still say that Gunner's Stupid Fucking Hippies should have been a great song to play as the credits rolled at the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What a movie. God damn, do I love Tarantino. I love him so much. One of my favorites. Uh, Kenny says, I was thinking about that the other day. Move over Ukraine. There's a more important war happening. Pretty much. Kyle says, inflation is also no longer an issue thanks to hummus. And I think he writes it that way because Trump calls it hummus. Isn't that right? No, it's definitely still a thing. All those things are still a thing. By the way, for the record, I do not believe that any one president has caused inflation. Jimmy says, why is nobody talking about Armenia? Eh, I don't know. It's not big enough, I guess. Armenians are used to not being talked about, okay? You could have a nuclear war, a bomb go off in Armenia, and nobody would care. Uh, all right. Easy needs to go potty. Donut Dan says our news is based around what generates ratings, sadly. Yes, that is true. Without a doubt. All right. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back. Cow fade. Uh, I, I forgot this story about, I was going somewhere with the story about um, um, Christmas shopping through the mail. And then I didn't tell the story. I got off on a tangent. I'll come back to it. Had a run-in with the mailman. A good run-in with the mailman. Uh, Kyle, from a company that used to advertise, happening now. Well, hello, Alex. Don't even tell me this is going to happen to me again. Oh, get serious. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Oh, for two. Call me. You know, honestly, I um, I worked all this shit out in advance. Hey, I'm going to call you at this time. Both guess and both completely fail. Fuck. Pick up the pieces, start again. I'm upstairs and uh, I'm walking down the steps and I'm looking. I see someone at the door, long beard, and I... See right away, I go, okay, that's someone delivering a package. He's got a big package. I love his package. Uh, and um, I know that I'm expecting some things, but it could be anything. Could be anything you could be delivering because Queen of the Forest is always buying shit, throws up, uh, show, shows up, throws up, throws up and shows up on the porch. Uh, but this one was for me. I mean, I ordered it 
for the queen of the forest. Um, and the guy, I noticed, I, I, I can hear him because he talks to himself somewhat through the door, and I hear him go, no way. Pause in that story. Hang on. Okay. Hey, hello. Hello. What the hell? And then here's what happened. I fucking, I had to let the dogs in. Yeah. And um, I didn't realize what time it was, so I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry about it. Are you kidding me? I was looking forward to this <laughs> because I guess you're babysitting today. So, okay, so I'm not babysitting for very long, uh, but Blue has some work meetings to do this morning. Yeah. So I had to, you know, crucially, very crucial, watch uh, J-Mo. And once she's done with these meetings, I'm freaking out of here, baby. Oh, she's in the home. Yeah, she's in, she's in the home. The home is is triply occupied right now. When she <laughs> When she leaves you, when you have to watch your son, does she say, now listen? Don't do this. Do this. Don't do this. Do this. Does she? Is she like that? Oh yeah, for sure. And then I just, I just look at her, and she looks at me. And I say, "Get the fuck out of here." Okay. Uh, this person online says you don't babysit your own kids. It's like, well, okay. You, no, you kind of do. You kind of <laughs> do. Uh, it, it's just an easy way of saying it. You know, don't, 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 don't bust me about semantics. Whatever. Actually, you hell. know what? You know what really is the truth? The real truth here is I wouldn't even consider what I do anything. I would consider what I do domination of child uh, parenting is what, is what I do. Because, like, I don't know if you realize this, and we probably talked about this before, but freaking whenever, like, Blue is here, like, JMO is just wild. You know what I mean? He's just like, I ain't listening to nobody. Right. I'm going to fucking, I'm ready to party. Yes. But when it's just me and him, we're just bros, baby. Like, I'm just like, hey, go to sleep. He's like, all right. And right. he just goes to sleep. Because, <laughs> because moms do everything wrong when it comes to watching kids. That's why. Because moms let them get away with it. Dads don't do that shit. Yeah, I know for sure. We just lay down the law. We just get along, baby. Yeah, we just and then it, it's very easy for the especially boy when when dad is with his son. You know, it's a piece of oh, cake. Yeah. I had that for years. It was so <laughs> easy raising my son. You know, and then oh, for sure he acts like an asshole when she's around, and then with me he's perfect. It's like it's because you suck. I'm great at this. <laughs> I know, like you can't say it, but like we're we're alluding to it. You know what I mean? Oh fuck! Um, all right. Well, that's uh, that's good. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell by the way you're um, uh, uh, kind of like talking in subdued tones that you're in a different location. You know, it's like it's like di it's like different. Yeah, I'm uh, like 100 percent truthfully. What I I right now I have only boxers on and I'm laying in my bed right next to JMO okay. as he's watching the Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay, and so yeah, we're we're like the chill factor is like much higher than usual. Right <laughs> now, his age is two and a half, three. Yeah, he is. Okay, hold on. Let me do some math here. He is two years and nine months old. Okay, so is he? A, he's not really aware of Santa Claus yet, right? He, he is. I'm telling you, this kid is, he's smart, dude. Literally, so get this. This, is, this will crack up all the um, the moms out there and maybe some dads, too. So um, he's chilling, right? Like, J-Mo's chilling with his cousin and wh or whatever. And um, Blue comes in and she goes, um, she's like, J-Mo, Gru. She's like, 
who's coming to town? And and J-Mo turns and looks and he goes, Santa Claus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So he somehow knows. He, he know, well, hey, maybe he doesn't know who Santa Claus is, but he does know that he's coming to town. Okay? Jesus. <laughs> My God! So uh, the, now he hasn't been sitting. He hasn't gone uh, and visited Santa and been on his lap yet, has he? No, not yet. Okay, is that happening this year? Oh yeah, for sure. We are actually. I, Arizona. I'm not looking at the calendar because I never do, but I think we might be going on Sunday to uh, like Cabela's or something to like sit him on the old fat guy's lap. They got a they got a Santa at Cabela's. Yeah, I don't, and I'm not really getting it either because. You know, like uh, people, like Cabela sells guns, which you usually kill a deer with. Yeah, well, seems the, very reindeerish. You you know? can, I don't really get it. You, you, you. So yeah, they could have a a, a reindeer shoot 'em up contest there or something. Like that. <laughs> reindeer shoot 'em up. I like it. <laughs> uh, Amanda in the chat says that they're having a Santa, uh, a Santa at the Family Dollar in Howard City. So it's like a poverty Santa. Oh, heck yeah. That guy's going to be doing math in the parking lot 10 minutes prior. It's going to wow. be awesome. That is, yeah, we got to have Santa at everything, you know? Uh, I know, you know, you know, here's a hilarious story from my past, Zane. Like, I, I, like, wanted to believe in Christmas for, like, like a long time. But, like, when I was, like, probably eight, maybe seven or eight, like, the facts started getting a little murky for me. And I was, right. like, trying to figure them out. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm thinking that this doesn't really make any sense to me. And so my dad, uh, like, got out of work or whatever and was going to take us to see, like, a, the Santa Claus at the mall or whatever. Yeah. And I, I was like, man, I don't really want to go. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I just don't get it, Dad. Like, I just don't get that, like, we're going to go see this Santa Claus, but, like, there's going to be other Santa Clauses doing it in other places. Yeah, you got it. And he was like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, he's like, but they're just like, they're just representatives. Like, it's not like the real Santa, but like, they work there. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) right. That's fantastic that you were aware before he wanted to let you be aware. And you finally said, yeah, dad, this is fucking bullshit. This is all stupid and fuck you for trying to make me believe it. Yeah, exactly. Like, put Jameson on right now so I can tell him it's all bullshit. Yeah, actually, you'll be, we got to try this out. Well, hold on. He just stuffed his face full of a pancake. So we got to give it like 30 seconds. I'm going to try to get this fucker on national television, baby. Yeah, absolutely. So you put it on, you got it on speaker, whatever. Make him say, talk to us. You know, this is, yeah. this will be the first time this has ever happened. Uh, yeah, this is going to be sick. Okay. Well, oh yeah, okay. Well, actually, hold on. We gotta wait a couple seconds. He's he's really into these pancakes. No, hey, you let him eat. You let him eat. You know, I mean, have <laughs> you ever? Like, I have a family member who's Jehovah's Witness, and uh, and they those those assholes. They don't. They don't. Well, actually, I think they kind of got it right because they they like they don't celebrate anything. You know, there there is no Santa. But they don't. I think they go too far because there's no birthdays, no Christmas gifts, none of that shit. Dan, there's no birthdays, huh? Actually, you know what? I in a weird kind of only since um, like Facebook has like taken over the world. Like I'm kind of against birthdays now too because I'm just tired of people just being like, "It's my birthday," and then like 90 people got to like wish you happy birthday, and then you got to respond to each of them. No, I'm not into it, dude. Right. Right. I just I just realized I forgot my stepsister's birthday the other day. God damn it, I'm in trouble. Uh oh. Yeah. Is she, um, is she the Jehovah's Witness? She's married to the Jehovah's Witness. 
a host, like you have to remember, um, like in lieu of the, the rest of the family. Yeah, yeah, I fuck it up. I mean, I, <laughs> I fuck it up every year, and I just realized I was like, oh no, I forgot it again. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, okay. So Santa this weekend, trying to get him on the radio now or on the podcast now. Uh, what, what are we going to talk to him about? Um, I don't know, but like my, my big hope here is that I'm going to like, just put the phone by his face. I'm going to, I'm going to say, Jameson, say, Alexander, like what I usually, I'm going to, I'm going to see if he'll do it. I, I feel like he will. He's okay. this kid. Like he's, he has like a, like a pretty, like a 99.6% like repeat rate. Like he'll just like repeat whatever I say. So good. we should be good. Good. <laughs> All right. Do it. All right. Let's lucky. We're going to try it. Hold on. All right. Jimo. Say, Eric Zane. Okay. <laughs> Did he say, is gay? Let's <laughs> yeah. see Say, Eric Zane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's embarrassed. He knows what's going on. Oh, that's awesome. On that is awesome. He's so cool. <laughs> that, is, that is fantastic. Um, are you as concerned again as I am about these stupid lions? Dude, that was... <laughs> Saying we got some weird stuff happened that game. I don't really know how to how to feel about it. You know what I mean? Like I I feel here's why because I feel like bad about it because like not only did we like set like the opposite of the curse um, last year when we made Jared Goff good for like a whole year, but then I made the mistake of bringing it. Well, you made the mistake of bringing it back up, and he got a little retarded. Right. Yeah, and then I made the mistake of talking about how you brought it back up, and I think I might have unlocked the full retard. Yeah. So yeah. I think it might it might be my fault. No, dude. he is. He's back. <laughs> he is fully retarded right now, um, <laughs> and they and they suck dick again, and they're lucky that they won those two of the last three games. Yeah, and it's like they that should, was just like too many. I mean, what does Jimmy Goff have like six turnovers in two games? Like, right, I don't know He's, what's going he on. He coughs it up. He throws it to the other team. He sucks. There's all sorts of other issues with that team. Uh, they should be six and five right now instead of eight and three. And, I know, and they're going to get their asses kicked in New Orleans this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm saying, don't even say no, it, dude. It's gonna... going down. Yo, again, expect the, hope for the best, expect the worst. Don't even watch that shit. Do something that's uh, productive, and then uh, maybe turn on the last minute and a half if they're doing okay. But do not, do not commit to watching that bullshit. They suck. No. We're gonna we're gonna mess them right up, Arizona. I mean, it's the Saints, right? Like we we got kind of like dominated by them for like most of the time. Drew Brees was there, but I think it, I think it's time, dude. I think we could just expose Derek Carr. If he, I, I think he's playing. Uh oh, what's up with Jameson? Is he losing his shit? Oh, he's yeah yeah. Hold on, let me let's put on speaker. What'd you say, Jamo? What'd you say? Do you want the ball? Yeah. Okay, here. All right, it's a ball situation. We're cool. <laughs> now, as much as you swear, has he dropped an f bomb yet, ever? Oh, Eric Zane, you don't even know, dude. Like we get, in tr- we get. In tr- I, get, I get in trouble at least all the time because, like, I just don't think about it. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, I'm just throwing an f bomb out oh, there. Yeah. I'm just throwing a- I keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah, that's that's good. It's yeah, not a that's good. How, that's how I feel about he it. He needs to do that in school. So you've got another two years to get him ready for it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I was literally just telling people, 
What? He told you to I go after. To me. Yeah, I'm listening to you, dude. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, he's really, really chatting it up now. Tell him to shut the fuck up. Wait, what happened? I can't hear Dick. What did you do? Did you did you pause it? Oh no, I actually hit the mute button. He was talking to you this whole time. Come here, come here, Jingle. Tell him, <laughs> no, he ain't gonna do it. Tell him to tell him to fuck off. <laughs> the thing is, you like whispered it. He like turned his head around real quick. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Uh, all right. What else you want to talk about? Is there anything on your brain that's uh, burning that you wanted to, that you wanted to address? Um, let's see here, Xane. Um, oh yeah, to, I don't even remember what I had a good story. I thought from. From recently, but I don't remember what exactly what happened. Yeah. But here's what's happened today. Um, what I, the reason I took the day off is I'm headed to Chicago's um, because in Chicago's, uh, me and me and my buddy, well, my best friend Crust, uh, who I do the podcast with, right? We're uh, we're going to see um, a band. We're still going to a concert in Chicago's, baby, what? and we are doing it in true mid thirties format dude we, we bought like all like the shit that is like you get to like sit in seats there's no seats right but we get seats somehow we get like all this gip stuff it's gonna be pretty sick so wait a minute now um is it like at a club or a event a big venue we're talking about the cocksucking house of blues Eric Zane. oh well what's the act you're going to see um it's a it's a band so it's like it's a band called the main have you heard of this i have not so what it is is like when we were when we were when we were growing up, I was always into like eighties rock, right? Like classic rock and Cliff always like hated it because I liked it. But then so like the main is like part of like the next so you have like your nineties rock of course, but so they're like two thousands rock, I guess you'd say, but yep. like alternative ish. But it's like rock, I guess you'd say. Okay. But they got a couple couple good songs, I know. All right, so it's a guy's night out. So you guys going to do your, like, drinking in your hotel room and all that stupid so, shit? So so I signed up. So it's crazy. So, is it yummy, J-Mo? Um, so I signed up. Um, so we're going to stay at this hotel, like, right by it, actually. Um, it's called, like, Virgin Hotels, like, owned by that rich Australian dude or whatever. Okay. Um, um, and uh, so the hotel, it's, like, newer. It wasn't there last time I was in town, I think. Um, but anyways, like I signed up for like their program, like the rewards program and like, they're crazy. They're just like, yeah, like check in early. Like we don't give a fuck, dude. Like, and they're like, you know, you can, we'll give you a snack. We'll, you know, we'll give you all this stuff. And then, and then like, come on, come on to our rooftop bar from between five and 6 PM and you can just drink booze for free. So we're like, all right, let's do that, dude. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's, uh, see that and then come back the next day. Yep, yep, coming back uh, tomorrow, and then, yeah, then I guess back to it. Do you, have to, uh, do, do you have to ask, so what's what's the process when it comes to making all that happen? Do you have to, you actually have to ask, correct? Oh, Eric freaking Zane, dude. The the story of how this all came together and came to be was actually, is actually a master class in um, uh, husband-wife relations. I okay, guess. good. So what happened was... Um, 
I wanted so we I wanted to go to this concert because we had. I'm gonna cut out the long story part, but like. Oh, thank God! I, I wanted to go to the concert, but didn't really know like how like how it was gonna happen. So I like casually like brought it up like I think like 14 times, um, <laughs> and then um, yeah, then Blue was like, you know what? Like, why don't like what if you just like took like took us to this concert as, because we were supposed to do something else that didn't happen and um it's like do you want to you can just take them and i'm like oh yeah that, oh, yeah, that's a good uh, idea yeah. like, I, I hadn't really thought about that before you right know I mean? yes <laughs> you, you you let it be her idea and then you're like oh my god that's exactly what you wanted and then you're like oh my god yeah, you're so, yeah, you're so brilliant you can yeah, even have sex like, with her <laughs> And then she was like, yeah, like, you guys are probably just stay the night there. I'm like, oh, yeah, that seems great. And then, um, so, yeah, it like, over the course of time, it just came to be, and I didn't really have to do anything, like, physically myself, but, like, mentally I created it. Oh, and, yeah. like, I manifested it. There we go. I manifested now, it. She's going to, now you're going to have to pay her back. You know, there's there's something coming down the pipe. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. There's, a, there's like, a girls weekend or something planned okay. in January. So, yeah, I'm paying the taxes just after the new year. Okay, good. Yeah, that's that's the wife tax. Yeah, for sure. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I, I do that, too. You know, Diana will rattle off a few where she does things with the chicks, and I just stay home and let the dogs out and, uh, wh- you know, uh, uh, keep an eye on her brother-in-law, and then, or yeah. on my brother-in-law. Yeah. And then, you know, it, I, I want to do something. I'm like, all right, okay, sounds good. Here you go. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> it's all about balance, you know? Yeah, it's it's a it's that balance. But yeah, this one's a, it's gonna be a hardcore dude's experience. I mean, just cussing, just you know, whatever. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got for you. If unless you have something else you want to wrap up with, other than that, have a safe trip. I shall. Well, yeah, all right. Hey, Jamo, will you say will you say goodbye, Eric Zane? Goodbye, Oh, <laughs> he's great. I love you, him. You guys are you guys are best friends now. I love it. I can't actually, wait to see actually, him again. Hold on, I gotta say that, Jimo. Say juicies. Juicies. Oh. <laughs> okay. See you, dude. <laughs> there we go. Bye. Uh, that was fun. Kyle from Dumpster Divers and his son Jameson. Hey, what's up? It's your pal Easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Ufi Video Lock. Oh my gosh! Smart Lock, 2K Cam, and Doorbell Three in One Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh, my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing 
powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official dot com slash video lock. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Holy shit. Uh, I remember when Kyle first started to chat with us. This is years ago. Now this is... um. Because everybody loves Kyle. But whenever you start something new, no one, they either don't know it or they don't like it. Now, the stupid people talk immediately that they will, that they hate this, they don't like it, and they're going to shut the podcast off. And they, they freak out. You know who you are. You know who you are. You're here right now. I'm looking at your names. Okay. But what you're not considering is that I know better than you. I know what is going to be a good segment. And I know for a fact that we were going to hit it off and that was going to be a lot of fun. Now, here we are two years later and everybody loves Kyle. I told you. I told you you would love Kyle. And nothing pisses me off worse than people jumping the gun saying, oh, 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 I just suck. I hate you and I hate this. Would you relax? I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Uh, Blue State Rob says, I think Kyle is the reason Jim Brady left. I had to think about that name. But I could be mistaking him for someone else. Yeah, I don't recall. Jim Brady, I remember the name, though, and I I remember he gave me a long kiss goodbye. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Are you serious? The crux of what I do has remained intact from day one. I mean, I might, I might speak differently. I might have less confidence at times. I might have more confidence at times, but fucking, Hey, Aram says, speaking of good segments, what happened to around the radio dial? That's a great segment and a great idea. Uh, blue state Rob says it was bleeding heart. Brian. Well, I don't remember that. Who is back now, by the way. He's uh, back to being an absolute uh, uh, bullish supporter of the show. You see? That worked out. But if there were ever to come a day 
when the Zaniacs were to approach me the same way Bleeding Heart Brian did, I would not be interested in that. I, it, they, they've already tried. Uh, Patriot Nick, in that weirdo uh, email to me, when he says, I just, uh, hey, uh, Eric, uh, this is Nick, and uh, uh, I want you to know that uh, I forgive you. And I'm like, wait, what? You forgive me? Uh, typically, moments like this start with, hey, uh, I'm really sorry about all the shit I put you through. You fucking dummy. Uh, anyway, uh, forget all that. I want to get into this uh, this story that was I started to tell you before I uh, got Kyle on. Mailman delivering a package. And he starts, I can see his mouth moving. He's saying something on the porch. And I'm not sure what, what he's doing. But I come walking up to the door. And he sees me and looking out the door and he, his face lights up at this point. I've put two and two together and I know what's happening, which I'll get to in a second, but I open up the door and I go, how you doing? He goes, no way. And I put my hand out or he gives me the package. I put my hand out. I shake, I shake his hand and he goes, I thought it was you. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. He, uh, what I figured was happening happened. He read who that package was to, and it said my name on it. And it was, I use Zane, uh, when I ordered the, order the packages, um, why that is, I don't know, but it shows up like on the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The address label, Eric Zane. And I, he goes, I was looking for the doorbell cam because I was going to say, I was going to say hi to you in the doorbell <laughs> cam. And he, uh, what he was saying was, oh my God, he, he was like talking to himself because he's a fan. Now he doesn't live, he doesn't listen to the podcast. This is a guy who hasn't heard from me in uh, eight years. Okay. Didn't know that I did a radio station or radio show on BBL. Uh, didn't know what happened to me. And here he is at my front door. So he was like, Really happy to see me. And then he goes, oh, man, I never listened to that show after you got fired. I go, ah, whatever. Yeah, you. I go, you wouldn't like it now. It sounds like shit. Um, and uh, I, I told him I did a podcast, but it didn't seem to resonate with him. Um, uh, you know, that's about as far as I'll go. Whenever I, because I've had this moment where I've said, hey, yeah, hey, I do a podcast now. Now, if I then say, you should listen to it. That's dangerous because I've had it happen where I've done that. And they go, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, they, they have no interest in listening to the podcast. I'm like, Oh, fucking shit. So I usually just let people figure it out on their own. I try not to do the tough sell. Occasionally I will. If I know they'll listen, like there've been people at Bosco's who, uh, same scenario. Oh my God. Hey, Oh shit. What you been up to? I podcast. You do. What is it? So they actually have an interest. And then I'll like, look it up on my phone and say, this is the podcast. Give me your phone, open up Apple podcast, subscribe them to it. Off we go. Um, blue state Rob says lonely. Nick was probably drunk or at least had his peace on his lap. Thinking about committing a Lewiston. Come on. <laughs> it's funny. That's a funny joke. 
No, it's not, Eric. Say, yes, it is. Come on. Kenny says, LOL. Wow. Eight years in the dark and suddenly standing on your doorstep. But he was cool. Nice guy. Then I have to get the package. And I have to, um, I, I, I open, I like, uh, cut it open, look at it. I can see it's what I had ordered. I tape it back up and then I write on it, uh, easy only do not touch gift for Pooh bear. Do not open because we keep all the packages in one room and then we wrap them when we can. If I don't do that, she's going to open it up and it'll ruin the surprise. Uh, Aram adds, this is the only podcast with current episodes that I have these days to listen to. Wow. Thank you. Dan suggests I got a fleshlight. No. How would you like to be the guy who invented that? He's a billionaire. Sex toys have really improved over the years. Uh, That is not a um, green light for Amanda to check in about sex toys. That's the only comment. That's all I have to say about that. All right. You know what I haven't done today is talked in any way, shape, or form about these amazing sponsors, which I do have to do. But before I do that, I'm going to share with the live stream audience how to contribute to Great Food Giveaway 4 with tampons. This is how you do it. Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal. I prefer... Venmo or Cash App because they don't take any money out of it. PayPal does. Uh, We added $400 to the pile of money yesterday. That puts us at $2,242.52, which means we have $2,443.08 left to go to hit the food goal. Once we hit the food goal, we then our full tampon. Uh, it was Megan's brilliant idea to get these underserved, less fortunate people um, as many tampons as possible. Because uh, sometimes people have to choose between food and feminine hygiene. And I, as I said it before, I'll, I'll go feminine hygiene on that all damn day. I'd rather not eat. I mean, I don't have a period, but if I did, and it was my choice between uh, uh, having that happen or eating, I'm not going to eat. The Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance will be with us for the great food giveaway, number four with tampons, passing out pet food for dogs, cats, bunnies, gerbils, guinea pigs, you name it. The event happens 3 p.m., on uh, Thursday, December 21 at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 
we will have to uh, be able to get a ton of volunteers. I'm looking forward to that. Becca Shea says, don't forget to try calling Joe Spalding again. I am going to try. I swear I arranged these in advance. Hey, yo, it's EZ. Hey, Eric Zane, how's it going? Hang on a second. Let me get your mic all set up. Uh, how are you? Uh, tired, but great. You got a minute? Yeah, I do. That's awesome. Uh, we broke down that crazy scenario at the meeting the other day. Um, oh, my God. And, in fact, I played the clips directly off of your post. Just to recap, it was... Uh, the grandma opposite Lucy Ebel complaining that yeah. her, her name was on the petition. And, yeah, and like that, as a signer. Right, and she said, that wasn't me, that wasn't me. And she didn't care about her name being on the petition because she doesn't care about any of that shit. She was just upset because um, her son, Lucy Ebel's son-in-law, was pissed off at her, which, by the way, why the hell didn't he run out the ground ball and find out that there was two women with the same name. Yeah. I mean, Luke, Lucy uh, has access to the clerk's office, can walk on down there and do that and take care of that and figure that out. But uh, uh, they chose to jump the gun and start making accusations at family. Uh, I'm sure it was high stress, but wow. Yeah. I mean, of all people, the son to throw his mom under the bus without doing any due diligence on this. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, it, it's like it's a pretty uh, serious drama, and it's honestly the weirdest thing that I've ever seen in a public meeting uh, at that level. So, and then she obviously, I give her the least blame. Um, she seemed like she might have been hammered or compromised in some way. I don't know, but uh, she she takes the time to explain it in a public forum like that because she apparently had nowhere left to turn. I guess. I mean, what I heard, like, and you might have been right, but like what I heard in her voice was absolute desperation, had no clue what to do. Right. So, all right. She gets a pass. uh, But then that uh, round Karen, she struts up there, assuming the worst that this is a sign that all of the petition signatures are fake. Yeah. And so like at that point, like I, like I, I, I've managed the entire p- petition program. I lived in this area my entire life. And so like one of the key baselines that I have that's convenient on this petition program that I don't have on any other petition that I've ever run is that I get to see my friends' parents' names come through uh, as they as my circulators reach them organically and they sign. I'm like, oh, that's, that's Ben's parents. Oh, that's David's parents or yes. whatever. And like, so I know, I know exactly, not just, not just in having faith in the work that I do and the work of my volunteer and the volunteers that are my, fr- that are my friends. Um, it's that I know for a fact that these are demonstrably all real signatures, but at the same time, if one person tried to sabotage something, uh, and they threw, you know, they came in and they threw a bad signatures in there and they threw that one in there and we weren't able to catch it somehow. Like I, w- I would have been devastated. And so like at that split second for a moment, like I have half a beat of sweat on my brow, like, Oh my God, like, uh, like, is there anything that we somehow missed? And and then that lady with the, like that, that, super Karen comes up. I'm like, Oh, she's going to huff and puff. Let's see how this goes. 
Right. So I didn't get to but but you saw it. Yeah, it was, it was incredible because she got two words in, and I think that was the clerk. Was that Roebuck who chimed in? It was. It was so prescient. It was oh. just like instantly. Well, he, he said it. He goes, uh, I can clear this up immediately. There are two people with the exact same name. Now, what that does is it uh, takes the wind out of Karen's sails, and it writes the wrong for um, Grandma. Okay, it she's validated, she's vindicated. the The drama ends at this point. But Karen says, "Well, thanks for interrupting me." And it's like, "Well, that's pertinent, you fat fuck." What do you think? <laughs> oh my god, it was so pres- uh, priceless. So uh, everything she said at that point was completely irrelevant because she wanted to say that there was uh, something that was uh, uh, not kosher, but in fact, it was kosher. Right. So and I. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I, I don't know this woman from Adam. Like, but like, I mean, I've seen her a couple times before speak, and I, I'm pretty sure she's one of the folks that said, uh, you know, went up to the public and said, you know, I wasn't planning on speaking. Pulls a folded note out of her back pocket yes. that she wrote. You know, right, right, right. You know. Now, so that kind of uh, fizzles. But then Lucy Ebel's husband, I think he's trying to, at that point to backpedal because he comes up there and he's not even talking to Joe Moss. He's at the lectern, turning around, talking to Grandma, who was so upset, and trying to fix, I guess. Did you get the impression he was trying to fix what was screwed up? Yeah, like, I, I, I got the idea that he didn't want to get stabbed at night uh, when he's sleeping, so he stuffed on the grenade. He went on the grenade instead. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, you were there. You witnessed it all. Did anything unfold at that point through the uh, that, that we couldn't see or hear during that moment? Um, not that I'm aware of, but like, you know, like it was a very shocking situation. It's not like, I mean, obviously it's all on video. So uh, we, we should be going over it and uh, taking a look at things that happen uh, because it's tied to the, you know, elected official getting recalled, you know, in my opinion. But like, I, I wasn't like super happy or curious to be like thrown into like the most awkward, like family oh, thing in the universe. God. I mean, it's shocking and amazing to watch and probably good TV, but wow, it was awkward in there. Yep. 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 Well, so they put that to bed. Hopefully. I mean, I don't want, I don't want grandma upset at the end of the day. I felt bad for grandma. And, uh, yeah. so this was all nonsense and I blame mostly her son for throwing grandma under the bus um, and and, and be, before trying to figure this out. And Lucy, to some degree, because she should know better. Yeah. And like, and honestly, at the end of the day, it's a count like, and again, it's a county commission seat. If the other grandma actually did sign that petition, that shouldn't split up a family either. That's no. Dumb. At the end of the day, Lucy sucks. She doesn't know what the hell she's doing. I, I mean, obviously, and it's not just up on the dais. So right. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, now uh, there, there's really nothing more that that went down. We just uh, your signatures are good to go. You've got a you got a plan. Is there any like marketing you have to do for this recall election? I mean, what's what's the next thing you guys have to do? Because this has been a a long uh, process with a lot of uh, uh, boots on the ground. Yeah. So the yeah. No. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, it 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 was a it is and continues to be a lift that makes that's made lighter by many hands. The 
the process itself, I mean, like the, the important things of the process are um, we have had the signatures challenged and reviewed. And so the special election has been called for May 7th. Um, I there's a little bit of discussion about what happens if she resigns of whether or not there's a special between now and then, if there's a special election still, I think that there probably isn't, but, uh, and that the board will be able to replace her if she steps down, but I'm not positive about that. Uh, more importantly, Democrats, uh, you know, that other party that uh, I, I, that people are have heard existed in Ottawa County on some level. Yeah, they have to they have to nominate another candidate to run against Lucy. Lucy locked herself in on ba- on the ballot uh, by not pulling herself off the ballot within 10 days of us submitting the signatures. OK, so so she's their candidate and the Democrats have to submit theirs um, within, oh, it's seven or eight days now. But I, I promise they actually have their ducks in the row in a row uh, when it comes to right. um, finding a candidate, and they're going to announce within that window. So, does so. this mean that with the recall election, there can only be either Lucy winning or a Democrat? There can't be another Republican. So, another Republican, Republican, uh, someone can run as an independent uh, on the ballot, um, and I'm not exactly sure what the threshold is for that. It might be a handful of signatures. It might be a hundred bucks. But um, and there's a there's a possibility that one of the old school Republicans ends up running um, just the math in the district, because it's not you know, this isn't out in the middle of, of the boonies. This no. is like this is a fairly 50 50 Democratic Republican district. The yes. last election last election was a six percent difference. And if you look at like the Holland election, uh, that guy, uh, Larry Shattuck, that lost to the mayor, he uh, got creamed by 16 points across the board. Um, okay. You know, w- worse than uh, Nancy DeBoer did against the mayor. Now, that's all like insider baseball and shit. But, you know, like, really, if another Republican runs, it just takes votes from Lucy. It's okay. essentially what happens. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. It's been uh, it's been quite an effort by uh, by <laughs> you all and all those wonderful volunteers. I mean, I, uh, you you probably can't say enough about them. These people, uh, they people, uh, they they want their county back. Yeah, can I give a quick, like, just a quick shout out to Dan Zimmer? Like, in the challenges that Lucy submitted, she challenged every single signature. The very first circulator she went at was, was our guy Dan. Uh, Dan uh, graduated from West Ottawa decades, a long time. I don't know. Um, he, he's an older feller, but he was out there every day, like, with signs collecting signatures for 12 hours a day. Like, just does not like these guys and was so determined to get Lucy unelected. And uh, he got the honor of being the first person they named to complain about um, collecting signatures. Awesome. That is great. I'm happy to hear that. And good for him. And, uh, and I, I, everybody will appreciate his efforts as, uh, as, as everybody does about all of the efforts. <laughs> awesome, buddy. Well, hey, man, thank you so much as always. And uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. And uh, thank you for joining us. Okay, Joe? Thanks, easy. It's always good to talk. All right, buddy. Thanks. There you go. That is uh, Joe Spaulding, uh, one of my favorite contributors on this show, uh, to talk about that nonsense. That you know, it's it's tricky business on a podcast to talk about something so central, so hyper focused on local. But uh, I think we've done a good job at trying to make you all aware of it, so that it's at least something to talk about something that you're interested in because fuck these stories about this stupid county are making the wall street journal and, and the New York times and, 
Oh, fuck. What a shit show. Uh, Megan says, dang, I was too late. Well, you can always go back, and I will publish that audio uh, interview on the audio platform. Florida man says, especially if he won and had to listen to Kristen Megan Kelly speak at these shit shows, is what he uh, is what he wanted to say. You know, you got to be careful. If you're going to, I mean, I don't know if it's such a good idea to, to say something disparaging about a uh, local scientist and a veteran. Hi, my name is Kristen Megan Kelly. I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. I believe I've called and left a message earlier today. I'm a veteran. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge. I'm a veteran in making the decision to sponsor um, the Eric Zane podcast. I'm a veteran. I am the mother. I'm a veteran of a child that he spoke about on his podcast. I'm a veteran in a sexual manner. I'm a veteran. Um, including sex acts that he wants my veteran to perform. I have a sheriff involved. Um, several sponsors have already backed out. And I'm a veteran. I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. I'm a veteran, so I greatly support free speech. I'm a veteran. This is not protected speech. I'm a veteran when discussing sexual acts of a veteran. Um, I'm a veteran. It was an attack on me and my family, and uh, I'm a veteran. It's one thing to have an opinion of adults, but again, it's not protected to be to speak sexually about a seven-year-old girl. Um, I'm a veteran. If you would like to see the evidence, and uh, I have seen on social media someone is messaging people to not talk about it. I'm a veteran, but they want your business to know that your name is slapped behind the screen when he's saying these things. Um, I'm a veteran. You can call me if you'd like. My number is area code four zero five six nine four eight three. I'm a veteran, but I would really like to know if your business supports this type of rhetoric. It's area code four zero five six nine four eight three four. Um, I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. I would just like to hear back from you. Thank you very much for your understanding and your time. I'm a veteran. Thanks. She has it down. I mean, she covered a lot of ground. She did not take a breath. During all of that, by the way, for those keeping score at home, here's the evidence she's talking about. Thank you for all. I hope grandma one day walks in on this kid eating a vagina. Of your assistance and hope. I hope grandma one day walks in on this kid eating a vagina. Eating a vagina, eating a vagina, eating a vagina. There's the proof. <clears throat> All right. Big things going on in Ottawa County. Again, these are supposed to be boring meetings where they're discussing like uh, repaving the uh, middle school parking lot or whatever the fuck. Grading the dirt road. Uh, putting a new coat of paint on uh, the local, uh, whatever, city hall, or who gives a shit? Stuff that no one cares about. Instead, they get, all right, this meeting comes to order. And then like 11 hours later, they're still there. There's drool coming out of their mouths. People are fucking sleeping. What an absolute shit show. So fantastic.
I'm going to be sad to see this end, frankly. Never before have I done this show where I didn't really talk about one sponsor and then because of keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, I have to do them all at the end of the show. Until today. Today's the day that that happens for the first time. But there are one, two, three, four. Wait a minute. One, two, three, four, five great sponsors that made today's show possible. If it weren't for them, I would be out uh, doing some other job for the past nearly five years. We are coming up on five years, though, of podcasting. It is uh, January 6th. will be five years years of podcasting started on January 6, 2019. And then January 6, 2020 happened with the asshole convention. And then four years later, here I am five total years of doing this somehow. And I owe it all to great sponsors and to you. I owe it to the audience and to the sponsors. You can't, if I have the audience, but don't have the sponsors, the show dies. If I have the sponsors, but don't have the audience show dies, you got to have both. You don't have both. You're fucked. So I'm very fortunate. People always say to me, oh yeah, there you are. You're, you're doing your fucking show from like your attic. Well, yeah, I, I roll out of bed, put on the same clothes I had the day before. I get my bowl of cocoa wheats. I get my coffee. I turn on the heat, I turn on the mic, and that's it. And when I'm done, I go back to bed. What's the problem? To me, that's living the dream, asshole. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, when it comes to getting a mortgage, I would like you to consider reaching out to Mario and just pick his brain about his process, how he does it. And that's from anywhere in the U.S. Mario's offices are clean across the country. You can call him at 231-332-6505. Mention EZ. Uh, whether it is your first mortgage, which, you know, you're like, here, I, like I deal with this with um, Jackie and Justin all the time. They're like talking about a home. and uh, You know, Justin's an accountant. He's kind of by the book. I want to get him. I want to get a lot of money ready for a down payment. And uh, he says to me, "How much did you put down?" And I go, "None." What? I go, "Yeah, I didn't put any down." Are you kidding me? I didn't have any put. I didn't have any to put down. Well, how do you pay off the principal? I go, "Well, you don't have to pay the minimum." I mean, let's just say you get into the mortgage with zero down. Big deal. You don't have to, let's say it's 1500 bucks for your mortgage. You don't have to pay the 15. You can pay 19 extra principal. You can pay it off quicker. If you want, don't be under the impression that you have to have a down payment. You don't get in the freaking house. Quit paying a landlord. What are you doing? Call Mario 231-332-6505. Unless if you like to burn money every month. Or maybe you've had many mortgages in the past. It's not your first mortgage. Uh, when it comes to getting a new one, maybe rental property, you're going to buy a new home, move, whatever. 
231-332-6505. Or perhaps you want to get some money out of your home. You've lived in it for a long time. And you got, uh, I don't know, you want to take a vacation. You want to put a new roof on the house, whatever it may be. Buy your wife a uh, uh, Oscar Shibwe, uh, uh basketball jersey and take her to a minor league basketball game. 231-332-6505. Joe Martinez is a legend. Um, A&E, heating and cooling. When you need anything, when it comes to that. Now, I, I, I think we're pretty much at the end of the line on the free furnace tune-up because that expires December 1, unless if you can make it happen between now and then. And here we have Thursday. And then, like, tomorrow's it, so you're kind of screwed. Doesn't matter, though. You can still get your furnace tuned for 79 bucks, and you really should. It's operating at less than peak efficiency if you don't get this done regularly. And uh, get it cleaned, and you're going to save, add life to it, or at least uh, slow down the eventual ending of your furnace's life. They, uh, it is a finite piece of equipment. 616-532-6600. And if you do need to install a new furnace or AC, uh, wait, I said the wrong number. I apologize. I meant to say 616-516-8579 for A&E heating and cooling. The other number I gave you was for Irvine's. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and AV. This is what happens when you do all these sponsors at the end. This is why I like to break them up. They run together for me. Uh, they will be hosting, of course, the Great Food Giveaway number four with tampons uh, on December 21. Uh, please support them and their efforts to keep your car on the road. ervines.com, 616-532-6600. Uh, okay. So thank you very much to them. Not to mention Frank Fuss, who is helping me out today. I have an insurance question, a dental insurance question. I made a call to Frank. Frank's my guy, my independent licensed insurance agent slash broker. Okay. I need to, uh, I need to do some work. I need to make some changes to my policy. Frank does it. Best part about Frank is you make that appointment. He's your guy. You either get uh, face-to-face with him, meet him at his place. He comes to your house. You do a phone call, and he takes care of it for you. And you don't pay him a dime. His service to the customer is guaranteed by the fact that the insurance companies pay Frank. That's how this works. It's one of the best things on the planet. If you are not working with Frank Fuss as your licensed independent insurance agent slash broker, what are you doing? Okay? He does everything for you. And it's at zero cost, whether it's signing up for Obamacare, whether it's uh, Medicare for you or someone you know or love who's uh, getting ready to retire. Uh, Book an appointment at buyinsurancehere.com, B-U-Y insurancehere.com for Frank Fuss and mention EZ. Last but not least, the Grand Rapids Gold of Basketball this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at Van Andel Arena. You got to get to a gold game at the van uh tickets priced affordably for you and your family at grandrapidsgold.com and uh there's basketball saturday and sunday and i want to see you there go to grandrapidsgold.com and thank you to the gold for sponsoring the eric zane show podcast 
Nick suggests that the great food giveaway could be called the bloody great food giveaway. Concerning me doing the show from home, Blue State Rob says, don't forget you got a hot tub. You're damn right I got a hot tub. Kyle says, has Ottawa County confirmed an official religion? Is Bender Bones that guy? Can we all hail Satan and thank Satan Satan for all he's done? I haven't heard from Bender since the Pride Parade. All right. Well, uh, Becca Shea asks, will you be at both gold games? I am at every gold game and every Griffins game. The gold games are fun because you can actually say hi to me because it's, you know, I'm right at the scorer's table. You say, Zane, hey, how you doing? Oh, my God, I love you. So, yeah, please attend. I'd love to see you. Get a picture, the whole deal. Sometimes even Nick from the arena is there. Now, uh, he's an electrician at the Van Andel Arena, uh, but I don't, you know, he's got like cushy hours. I don't know if he's there that late in the day. And we'll end it with Jimmy's question. Are you giving away blood cups? That's just fucked up. Okay. Jesus. Uh, Tonight, it is a Big Fraud Thursday. I'll be talking with you with Ben Glaze on who are these free beers and then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Megan actually says she is going to try to have some here if people want them. They, you know, I don't know anything about those. They can't possibly call, they can't possibly be called blood cups though, right? Nick says he'll be at the arena if you want an autograph this weekend. All right. Blood cups or not, have a wonderful day. Thank you for being here. Talk to you on the Patreon on a big broad Thursday. Bye-bye. Oh, wait a minute. I just forgot. I just forgot. The asshole of the day. Yesterday it was Brian's son of grandma. Uh, Let's see. I'm I'm stumped. I don't know who it could be. We talked about Elon Musk. Uh, we talked about, uh, who are these free beers? I didn't even get to the story about the guy. I don't want to. Yeah. I, I didn't even get to the story about the guy who had sex with a dead person or Ryan Shazier or, uh, uh, the fucking hockey player thing, Connor Bedard. And, um, what's the other fucker's name? I got a lot to talk about on the Patreon bonus podcast. So when in doubt, just make it free beer. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. And off we go. Now that is going to do it for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Oh, a nominee for hippies. Hippies in there too. 